We're all together now. All together now. All together now. All together now. Anyway, this is a fun way to start the podcast. It's all of Radio Keys here. We've got Alante. Present. Tom. We out here. And Emily, of course. I'm also here. And I'm Stuart. Yeah. And we are getting together today to talk about ourselves. Yay. That's what we do best here in Radio Keys. <laughs> Radio Keys land. <laughs> We're sober this time, though. Usually when we start talking about ourselves... <laughs> or listening to our own, own music <laughs> or watching our own YouTube channel <coughs> last night. Um, oh, no, that happened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely it's after a handful of drinks. So <laughs> That's fun. I definitely had a handful of drinks last night, but it didn't lead to listening to my own music, I don't think, for once. For once. It's always embarrassing. I'm always, <laughs> like, so I'm always embarrassing. like, why am I doing this? But it sounds so good. <laughs> I think that a lot of, like, especially right now, it's a lot of, like, reliving old moments. Like, oh, man, it's so nice to be, like, on stage playing music. And, and uh, it's a way to kind of relive that and feel feel good. Reminisce. But it's also, reminisce is the word. But yeah. it's also a uh, definitely a tell that it's time to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Stop drinking and go well, to sleep. Well, it's like no schedules are happening. I mean, there's like somewhat of a schedules. Like people have work at a loose time frame throughout the day generally. Ish. And so, you know, back in the day, you'd have to wake up and like go to work or whatever. So you'd have to be in bed by like nine. And now it's like, mm -hmm. I'll just wake up at nine instead of what we used to have to do. So then the sleeping in gets longer and the staying up listening to your music gets longer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, last night was fun because we did like our own mean tweets thing, which was the first time we've ever done it, which was it's fun. It's the rotten reviews. Yeah, the rotten reviews. Sorry, I don't want to get canceled here. Yeah, yeah I mean, we stole the idea. Let's be <laughs> fine. It, everyone's going to watch it and be like, this reminds me of Jimmy Kimmel. It's okay. <laughs> we just named it something different. Are there more than just Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets? I feel like there's... Well, like I heard that James Corden like launched something that was like exactly like it and everybody was like, wait, what? And then I think he went back on it because it's like so... Got to hold your ground at that point. Obvious. <laughs> Definitely start it with Kimmel. Yeah, I'm, it's Kimmel. I remember uh, uh, Obama was on there oh, that's and it so was good. like my favorite one. It was like... The price of a 30 rack went up to $26 at the local Rotten Robbie. Thanks, Obama. Oh, I love the, the thanks, Obama tweets are so hilarious. The thanks, Obama tweets. Oh, they're so good. Simpler times. Yeah. yeah. The good old days. and all the drama. Anyway, what are we talking about today? <laughs> More about ourselves. Here, the mean tweets, uh, the rotten reviews. So we're, <laughs> we're probably going to... calling it the mean tweets. <laughs> Radio Keys presents the rotten reviews are, is going to come out... Uh, Tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah. So today's... Tuesday we're recording it. Tomorrow is Wednesday we're releasing this, and then Thursday of this week, which is the third, is that the right day? September yeah, Thursday, Thursday the third. First, yeah. yeah, is when that will come out. So I'm I'm excited about that. I thought it came off really funny. It's just so funny to read people's like reactions to your music. It's like this is the first time they're hearing it and they fucking hate it, like <laughs> so viscerally, oh, so viscerally hate it. And you're like man what am i working for sometimes you think like that but you just have to take it with a grain of salt i feel like i'm i'm in love with like i i find great joy and humor in like long winded 
one star Yelp reviews are just <laughs> like when I was in restaurants, um, we'd read our Yelp reviews constantly. You're constantly checking to see if people are calling you out. And there were just some that were just like people write like penning a novel about this like stupid pizza place. <laughs> and you're like, you took a good maybe an hour or two out of your day to be like, this is the worst experience I've ever had. It's like, who hurt and you? It remi- yeah, it's like, who, who hurt <laughs> you? And it reminds me of, uh, it reminds me, yeah, we, we had a couple reviews. We got these anonymous reviews back from the shelter sessions and there's one that's like a full paragraph and it's almost like he's doing, he's like writing it live because he's like, of conscious. I'm 90 seconds in and I can't take it anymore and he's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like writing as he's listening well, and he hates Just us. for like reference here, there was one guy I know it was the same guy because it, it talks about their demographics. Like it talk, they're like 43 year old white male who mainly listens to Spotify. You know, like that's the oh, yeah. kind of info they give. And it was him on two of our songs, and they were both one out of tens. He gave us one wow. out of tens. So just for comparison, <laughs> that's like that's like a Yelp. That's like a half star yeah, Yelp. Half star. Yeah, half <laughs> like star. that's yeah. worse than a one star. He's just like Yelp. mad at us. Just fucking. Hate He's like, not only do it. I dislike the music you're making, I'm angry that you're making it. It's like writing like, an essay <laughs> and only getting credit for spelling your name right. Mm-hmm. It's like everything else in this essay <laughs> sucks, but you spelled your name right, so I'll give you one point. Ten like, percent. <laughs> give us an, like a fifty percent F. Don't give us a. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't give us a did not finish. <laughs> like well, it's, it's incomplete. Such, it's yeah. such a bad score that it like skews the rest of the score yeah. so poorly. Hundred percent. Because like a fifty percent F versus uh, a ten percent F. That's that forty percent difference that just like it's huge brings down the average so drastically. Do you know what the average was on any of those? We got um, an eight on one, which was our best hey, right. one, and then we got like a six point seven and a seven point like two. I mean, we're and no Led Zeppelin. No, we're definitely not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> no. Nothing compared to Led Zeppelin. Sh- yeah, we aren't shit compared to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> That's why the Led Zeppelin song was taken off the shelter session. Yeah, right. because we, we aren't. I was literally listening to that song. I was like, this song isn't shit compared to Led Zeppelin's <laughs> version. Just take it down. Oh, that guy in San Luis Obispo was right. Dude, <laughs> he just rents room in our head for free, dude. It's the only room he actually lives in. So, oh, <laughs> oh. Got him. It's okay. He's definitely not listening to this. He might be dead. We don't know. Probably. We did get some nice reviews, too, which we didn't read. Um, Those aren't as fun. Those sound like you're like patting yourself fun. on the back, too. Yeah. It's a victory lap, yeah. yeah. My favorite was, I'm trying to remember it. It was this lady, and she was like, this song is pleasant. Sounds like something you would play at a picnic. Maybe everybody has Monday off. Yeah. And that's the review. <laughs> she really fantasized about it. And I'm like, oh. She was on nice. all the mushrooms when she wrote that. <laughs> like, Maybe everyone has Monday off. I was like, yeah, that does sound nice. Well, now we all have Monday off, basically. <laughs> we all have every day of the week off, basically, because days. we can't get any work. <laughs> what are days? What are days? Uh. <laughs> My favorite part of uh, the, the, the reviews, though, is the grammar. Oh, the grammar oh, yeah. is People are so red hot yep. at these songs <laughs> so that they just forget, like, what words mean, and there's no periods ever, and yeah. it's just like, that is not a sentence at all like it's not even even if you're mad and you're just like saying 10 random words it's like none of this makes any sense yeah i like i like the ones that start with just like an exclamation they're like yeesh yeah. we're like <laughs> wow <laughs> like those ones wow you're one like, starts oh lord yeah period. one starts oh lord 
It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. I like the one, it's like two sentences and the first sentence is complete and then the second sentence is like, even if someone else sang it, it would still, and that's just the end of the thing. And yeah, you're like, oh, still. you didn't even want to finish it. So, we'll yeah, never know. We'll never know. I think, I think what happens is they're forced to listen to it for like a certain period of time. And when that time is done, then they can skip it. So I think a lot of them are just like, fuck it. And they, so they don't even get the whole song. Yeah, that makes sense. We were going to bring it home, though. Yeah. Yeah. They just skipped us. No, they were going to bring their review home is what was going to happen. They were going to (laughs) really just slam us in that last last sentence, and there's nothing we could do. What do you think got the most bad reviews? Um, It's hard to say. (laughs) It's hard to say. But uh, je- definitely that one guy reviewed two of our songs and hated us thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> thoroughly hated us. So we got to combine two out of 20 from that guy. So Wow. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Bring it all <laughs> back home. I love it. Oh, man. Anyway, today we're going to talk about <laughs> the shelter sessions and just kind of how we felt about the recording process. So I figure we can kind of just go in a circle and talk about what your feelings were when we first got into this mess, like what your thoughts were, how long it was going to be, what you thought the band was going to look like, that all that kind of shit. And let's uh, start with Alante. Yay. All right, wake me up when we get to slam the people who made our vinyls. Um, no, anyways. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> oh, you guys already did? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, Keezers. I went in on them, uh, but we could we can go in again. <laughs> <laughs> None of that going. silk tar stuff, man. We're we're calling yeah. them out. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> Slide into those DMs. We'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. I'm back to the point, man. So I remember when Stu hit me up about making this record and I was like in the middle of a bocce ball no, game. No. <laughs> this is a bit. This is, not a, this is a bit. No, but seriously, man, it was like a, a breath of fresh air. Like this is the beginning of quarantine, right? And like this is when everyone's just like crazy freaking out, which I wish people still were. So I hadn't seen anything or heard of anyone or done anything that do, to do with like my passions or anything yeah. in like a month and a half. Yeah. So I remember Stu got some like bass parts back from Tom and I was like, oh my God, a bass. <laughs> you know, like Aww. it was just so cool to like be doing something again. And, and like that was, it just like energized me, man. And I just remember going in the old office and trying to, you know, like dust the old sticks off and, remember how to drum again after a month and a half yeah and you and i did a lot of it live together because we lived together at the time so it was it was all legit and um we so we you and i mostly recorded i think we recorded every track together which is completely different from the normal process when you and tommy yeah mostly record listening to each other and i'm just kind of there doing like playing along with you guys yeah, it was interesting, like, because I'm used to not hearing, like, um, like lead lines, you know, or just like the the melody parts. Like in my in my monitor, I want like bass and a little bit of lead vocals. You know what I mean? Just so I'm like, oh, okay, second or whatever. But to like record with Stu and hear like the guitar parts and stuff, it was like, you know, it was like, oh, okay, this is different. But try it was, to be rhythmic, dude. No, yeah, you killed it. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's like it's different, you know. Like if you put on your 
pants with your right leg first your whole life and then you put them on the other way you're like oh this is kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've never thought about it Excuse like that yeah leg. so it's like it's just different it wasn't wrong <laughs> it was just different and uh, i don't know that, that was that was pretty cool man i don't know i think that process kind of like restarted my life again because we were yeah. just on like sleep wake up drink sleep wake up drink we were going yeah. hard on the booze in the beginning yeah of the and quarantine. so it was like okay some some normality okay we're gonna start recording again and stuff so projects that that was yeah. like really dope what about yeah. you old tommy well like so i remember when when we first got the shelter in place and it was like okay it's gonna be i think it was three weeks was the first thing that they said it was like okay so three weeks at home no work and we're just gonna you know, uh, all of our gigs are going to get canceled. I think I think eight weeks of gigs got canceled at that point um, through the uh, California shelter. They were they were dropping like flies. Yeah, it was um, bad. Should bring the mic up a little bit. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. And they keep uh, they keep getting canceled. <laughs> but <laughs> they got uh, one canceled for the so so we had all these 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 gigs canceled, but not. And then we were just like, well, what do we do? What's our response? Like all of our friends were like jumping and doing streaming stuff like immediately and. And, and and we were just trying to find what, what our place was and what, what we were going to do that was different. And um, I thought the remote recording thing was the best thing we could have done in hindsight um, now being able to look at it. And so I think the, um, I think it was your decision, uh, your idea originally, Stu, to, to do the, the shelter sessions. And um, I think it, we nailed it. I think that, that was exactly what we should have been doing. And it was fun. Um, so luckily we had invested like a lot of, money and into having a recording set up in our house um each of our houses so emily and i lived together sue and alante lived together and uh we were we were lucky to have that like infrastructure built in already we didn't have to order anything online and um so it was just it was cool to have a project and have something to do and to be playing music again and to be playing music with you two even though you weren't there (laughs) and remember we were having like zoom meetings so yeah. we'd have like zoom band meetings where we we're all chilling and we're like oh what's up those were fun like those were <laughs> they different were fun. those were fun yeah you go from seeing somebody like four times a week to like not ever for yeah a month and also having you know the world tell you that if you do visit them you're an asshole and like it's like yeah it's a whole different psychology that's just thrust on you like overnight it felt like where I remember we went out on that last night in Oakland when we were like, things are going weird. We should probably like go out, <laughs> which probably in hindsight wasn't the greatest move. It was but we early like, March and we heard yeah. about it, but it wasn't here yet. It wasn't yeah. here yet. And we're like, oh, there's rumblings of like this shit being really serious. Yeah. And um, so we went out and then it felt like the next day, like I know I went to uh, a friend's house the next day because Colin was in town. So oh, I went yeah. to Evan's house to hang out with him. And they're like, oh, you went out? And I was like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, like, just like, and it, that was kind of where it, where it began, where it was like, you're not, you shouldn't be going out, you shouldn't be doing anything like that. And um, it kind of just has continued to be that way. So then when, you know, we wanted to do this thing, at first I was thinking like, oh, we'll just, we'll just record together. It's no big deal. But then it obviously, you know, became apparent that that wasn't, that wasn't responsible and that w- and also it would be bad PR to be like, yeah. Hey, look, it's all of us together. I know you guys can't be together, but we're doing it anyway. So, yeah. you know, and then throwing your middle fingers up at society and stuff like, it's just not a good look. Mm-hmm. Not only do you want to do the right thing, but you also want to portray doing the right thing also, because I just think that it's, a, it's important to, to, 
to do the right thing, I guess, and, and to, yeah. to show that you're doing the right thing and not not be the, the assholes that are all getting together and yeah. going to birthday parties and stuff. Totally. Oh, my God. Especially so when you have like a following, no matter how big or small it may be, you know, you got to like sort of show your people. We got to show the keysers that we're taking it serious. And <laughs> yeah. uh, goddamn keysers. <laughs> the old keysers. Yeah, the we coined keezers. that phrase. Thank you. I'll take credit for that one. You guys are almost the radio heads. So. I like that one so much better. <laughs> the radio heads. The radio oh, heads. No. We can't do it. We, we got mean tweets and radio heads. No, the rotten reviews, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think we should start putting all of our songs into these review engines and just churning out these rotten reviews. Oh, I'm, dude. I'm all about just it. Just churn so them down. out. Why yeah. not? These Why are not? Freaking hilarious. I also, you know, some of some of the feedback, not a lot of it, but some of it is valuable. <laughs> Now I'm trying to think of an example. I'm like, what's helped me? Hmm. I try to, whenever they make comments about my voice, I try to like take it to heart a little bit. Like, unless it's just brutally mean, if they're like, oh, you're out of, you're out of tune here. Or I felt like you were really like laying it on thick in this part or, you know, things like that. You're like, okay, I can take that and I can run with it. Like, yeah, I was probably laying on a little, maybe I was feeling a little scratchier than normal that day. And, you know, I, I try to take that to heart because they're I think for the most part people aren't trying to hurt you people like put in those positions to review I think genuinely want to like give pause or not positive feedback but at least constructive feedback right and then there's some people who just want to eviscerate you yeah I don't know I'm curious I don't think that this anonymous sample is I mean they're not necessarily musicians so I feel like in some ways it's maybe hard to know how to criticize something so a lot of it is just like I don't like this. <laughs> I think on I think on, <laughs> they don't know how, they don't know why you know. And that's, I think on that's this site they are musicians though. Oh, interesting. It, it's um, I think you review to gain credits to have your songs reviewed. Oh, interesting. So are, that's okay. why people are reviewing. Yeah, I definitely get a lot of. We definitely got a lot of just like hate the voice. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing instructive. Just hate it and i'm like that's fair that's well, fair there's dude, definitely bands i can't listen to if the if stuff you, about the voice bothers me if you hate the sound of a tuba and the song was just all tuba you wouldn't like the song yeah. you know like and it's the same thing with a voice if you don't like the timbre of someone's voice you're just not gonna like the band yeah which is i think was fun about you and i both singing is if maybe they don't like one of our voices at <laughs> least <laughs> at least they have an opportunity we gotta stop singing together so much they we gotta give the, them more 50 50 <laughs> They have the opportunity to at least maybe like one of the two. So then if they're like, oh, I'm going to throw out Stuart's catalog, but I kind of like Emily's. So well, I think it's funny when they hate yeah. both of us. I'm like, oh, what are the odds? They just <laughs> really hate both like, of us. You're like the boy version of her and you guys both <laughs> suck. I don't think we sound that alike. It's anyway. Without giving too much do. away. It's like you're talking about like constructive criticism. But then there's also just the people that are just mean <laughs> oh yeah they're just being yeah. oh, just haters like, being cruel yeah like one of them was like boring <laughs> i remember it's like oh man what do you how do you take that like i like i'll the- try to not be boring next time bro sorry I, is it my face i don't dude what, do you, the, what don't you like the best one by far and i'll spoil it fuck it i'll give a little hashtag spoiler alert everything is out of time and everything is off key yeah, that was a that was a pretty bold statement. <laughs> like that sounds like a you thing, bro. <laughs> everything is out of time, and everything is out of key. It's like okay, well, that's not even possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's not. It's it's such yeah. 
It's hilarious. So anyway, um, back to the whole subject at hand. The Time, shelter place, sessions. quarantine hits, 2020. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I realized how weird it would be trying to record vocals without Stuart in the same room because it was a huge challenge. So we picked, so two of the challenges for me. So first of all, it was super exciting to have a project and it was like so exciting to feel like to like hear recordings that you guys were doing and then like, Oh, we get to add to it. And it's like this, like we're like now the postal service, Ben Gibbard, 2003. I was basically like that. Um, but yeah, I, I was definitely like, Oh my God. Like I remember there was like an email exchange or a text exchange between us where it's like, what song should we cover? Let's do like five. And when you like think about doing a cover song, I just get like overwhelmed with like the amount of songs out there. And I'm just like, what should we pick? Yeah, like, so totally. that was, that was hard, but I think we did a good job and our songs are all over the place as far as genre, uh, time period and all that. Um, but I think we played to our strengths and then, yeah, I was doing a lot of vocal vocal recording with just me and tom and i definitely stressed out tom because i was just like what do you think of this take and what do you think of this harmony like it was so hard not like Stu and i when we're in the same room i feel like we can work really well and uh and Stu's a big help for me because i'm terrible at harmonies so we can just get on a piano and like kind of woodshed it yeah and it's also like the feeling of having 10 years of comfortability with each other yeah where we have sucked bad like oh, yeah. <laughs> recording Come and up we've, with we've stuff se- we've yeah. seen the worst of each other it's like a safe space and not yeah not like the worst like we're mean to each other <laughs> but we've seen like our performances be tough and we're just like okay well we're gonna take a break or and like come bad back lyrics and all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> so i was definitely <laughs> like i got your takes and it was i it's the hardest i've worked on doing backup vocals and i'm grateful for it because it really like kind of threw me into it because i've you've kind of held my hand through a lot of it where it's like well here's the harmony and i'm like great so i kind of had to kind of had to work a little harder but it was a good it was a good challenge and then it was such a relief when we finally i think the last song tom and i had moved into the, this house and it was like Rock Island Line or something. Yeah, we and we, could we finally moved record in. together, and it was like such a triumphant well, feeling. Well, the like, thing oh, was, finally. is we already recorded those, but we hadn't recorded the vocals yet. So yeah. I w- we were able to record the vocals together for Rock Island Line. I think we scratched the initial vocals that we did in quarantine for Rock yeah. Island Line because they just, for whatever reason, they weren't there. Yeah. And then we went back and did it again and you and I could finally be in the same room because that song is definitely the worst song on the record. But well, also, it's call and response. <laughs> no, so, but it's also yeah. call and response yeah. and like very tight harmonies and yep. And we had to experiment a lot because if you listen to like the original Lead Belly one, there's like five dudes singing it and they're all singing something different. And then when there's only two of you singing it, you kind of have to find the harmonies that sound best together because they don't... It's like when you have five, you don't have to pick and choose. You're like, we'll just do all the harmonies. Yeah, but like when you not? only have two, yeah. you have to find the ones that sound the best together. So we had to do a lot of experimenting in the same uh, space, which was good. Yeah. And memorizing. I had to memorize your uh, cadence exactly. So I was yeah. doing it. I was matching it live, which is, which is hard. But yeah, it was, um, I felt like it was cool that, you know, we started this project when we were really locked down. Looking back, I'm like, there's probably a point where, 
we could have been in the same bubble as a band with Amber. It's like, but we were just taking it really seriously. Which well, we had cool. another roommate too, Ashley, yeah. and that would have been a little unfair to her. That's I, true. I feel yeah. Like. But um, but yeah, March, April, May ish, we're super locked down, doing all these recordings, and then we moved in, and it was like we got to kind of complete it together, which felt right. So yeah. Yeah. Did you miss uh, when you were recording vocals with Tom where I would cut out like one part of your vocal and just play it over and over again? Like, oh, I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick. Is that the trick? That's, that's the trick, how huh? Stu no, that's me. how you lighten the mood. When you, I, find, you find like a part of the vocal that sounds real scary and then I you went, just clip it cracked, and put it on loop. I'll yeah. definitely do that next time. Okay. Oh, it was so mean. <laughs> the next time we go into lockout, lockdown. Stu was uh, editing something. I don't oh, know what it was. Yeah. And it was like Saturday morning and it was like 9.45 and I probably went to sleep at like 3.30 and I just woke up to, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why is like, Emily singing? I, why I is Emily in like, the other room yeah. and why is she screaming? I was like, why is Emily singing in my bathroom? Because that's what it sounded like. Right? And so I was just loud. like, what, the, what, what is going on here? <laughs> And you, you probably can vouch for this. And I hate to be like douchey. No, you were fine. But I open my door and Emily's in the kitchen like <laughs> making breakfast. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I'm she like, goes, it's not me. It's robot me. It's the computer like, me. editing, uh, you know, something. <laughs> I was like, Dude, you know what it's uh, like. Okay. You edit our stupid videos all the time. Where no, I it's totally like, get you it. You hear me like crack the same stupid joke like 400 times in a row and you're like I want to kill him you just hate everybody <laughs> that so, it was just it was yeah. just you know that it was like that exact thing just like ha ah, ah. ha but it was for like like 11 minutes <laughs> sometimes you gotta especially if you're like doing something to tweak it like oh man. like I had to do a little bit of auto tune on some of our stuff um, because like I like we mentioned earlier there's no we weren't in the room together so there might be one note that's off and we can't like i can't just like knock on emily's door and be like hey let's re-record this one part yeah so i would have to change it <laughs> and <gasps> you would like you would like pitch shift it or like auto-tune it mm. and you, you won't be able to tell which i couldn't even go back and tell you which notes i did it on mm. um definitely my long notes and um I'm only sleeping because those are fucking hard to hold yeah. that note for some reason. That whole song is challenging. I feel like in every aspect, it's a complex song. You it's don't really a, think it is. It's the most you. challenging baseline of all the, all of the songs yeah. for sure. I have no idea how that song's two and a half minutes long. Like with the structure it has, it yeah. feels like we're going too long every time we practice it. I'm like, this we can't be going to the bridge again. Like, but it's only we've like, done it six times. It's only like it has our <laughs> intro. It has like four verses. It goes to that refrain, like, please don't wake me, yeah. like four times. And it goes to the bridge twice. Yeah, and it is a like short song. Two and it minutes has a and 34 seconds and long. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. two and a half minutes. You're like, how? How is this so short? That's my favorite song, I think. Either like that it. or Rock Island Line. Well, do you guys want to play a song from the record real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's we play We should, man. Uh, which yeah. one do you guys want to play? I was thinking probably Sleeping or we Polar Opposites We were just talking about Sleeping. I think so talking about Sleeping makes sleeping, sense. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, let's do it. You'll hear my auto-tuned voice in this one. Uh, <gasps> so this one's uh, off our record. The Shelter Session's coming out on streaming platforms everywhere on Friday, and it's called I'm Only Sleeping by The Beatles.
Guess who's back, back, back. Back again. We should have covered that one. <laughs> Tom would have been stoked. Dude, what was that um what was that record label you were gonna apply for, Emily? And then we were talking about Tom applying for oh, it. Oh, um Empire Records in San Francisco nice. is hiring like a studio manager and I was like, oh, I'm gonna shit. apply. And then I was like, Tom, you should apply. It's like a hip hop label and you have a PhD in hip hop. So true. I might be applying. <laughs> you should put that on your resume. Dude, don't let Purd go up there. He's going to be an annoying little bastard. Oh, well, so, so okay. he's going to be an annoying little bastard down here too. Anyway, uh, that was I'm Only Sleeping by <laughs> Radio Keys. <laughs> this is a loose format today, guys. Yeah, real loose. But Uh-oh. oh no, he's going up. Sorry. We're looking at Purd. You're going to see him go on over camera. camera. He's already on camera. Go, go Purd. Purd, send it, dude. Send it. <laughs> Send it yet? Yeah. 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 Was so much I pressure. Didn't. I felt like he could feel the pressure. Oh, this is going to be a drama show. Please. Anyway, he was definitely. We can't burn. talk about the cats. All our listeners are fucking hating us right now. They're like, <laughs> They're like we what? can't see them. But um, my favorite part about sleeping, oh, excuse me, by far the hardest song for me to edit and mix. It was, it was tough to come up with the uh, guitar parts because they're so just like what's the word like uh, uh, I don't I can't oh, I can't even think of abstract the word. abstract that's yeah, exactly yeah. like there's all of those like backwards guitar parts and then yeah. I was like I don't want it to just start with ring you know I wanted it to like kind of and it was the way the album was going to start off too so I just wanted yeah, it to have some pressure. kind of feel to it and I literally did not finish composing that weird like intro part until 
the morning before we released it. Wow. Initially released it. Turned out it. great with all the sleep. It, cr- it turned out better than I ever thought. I just yeah. like went full like stoner mode on it and basically took random parts of the song, put them together, detuned some stuff, sped up some other stuff, repeated wow. things. Is that where you did the backwards thing? Yeah, well, the, I did that with the, the guitar, but I also did it in the intro. Yeah. And I took your drums and I uh, put a delay on it. So it goes, and it like crescendos really throughout cool. it, which sounded really cool. Which is where I got the inspiration to play the <laughs> intro that we play live. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's yeah. never happened yeah. with us before. And it's the, it's the one time I was able to play drums in this band. Yeah. The one. Dude, <laughs> the one I, l- I love your drum playing. More so than I love your drum playing, I love when you talk about drums. Yep. You sent like me I that, just did. You, sent me that, you sent me that meme the other day of Freddie Mercury. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it Freddie so, Mercury? Yeah, it's Freddie Mercury talking to his drummer about the drum part. He's like, it goes like this. Boom. And then it like it zooms in on the drummer and he's just like this. He's just looking like. Like, I have no idea what that? you're talking about. It's so good because I was like, dude, I literally do this to Alante yeah. every practice. Like, maybe it can go oh, ba boom ba ba doo ba doom doom doom, and I'm like, all right, I just Yo, shake what my drum head. Is yes. that? Yeah, you're like, I'll give it a shot, dude. It would be so funny though. It'd be like if you were on, uh, you know, you were just like, Stu, why don't you do this guitar part that goes like, me 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 and I'd be like. I'm like no, what? Dude. I'll give it a shot. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Oh, man. You got it, buddy. I love it. But anyway, when I uh, first, so kind of back to that initial topic, when I first thought about doing this, I was just going stir crazy because as only doing music, I was teaching lessons on Zoom and not playing any shows anymore, and I just felt like we weren't. We built up so much momentum over the past like two years or yeah. so. And I was like, we're killing all of our momentum. Like, it's we can't play shows together. We can't go online together. Um, anything like that. So I just wanted to think of something that we could do. And we both had the recording rigs, like you mentioned. So it was a possibility to, you know, kind of shoot things back and forth. And Emily and I uh, have been indirectly, like, influenced by Ben, ben Gibbard. Probably her more than me. Oh yeah, I used to be obsessed with uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, but we used to. Alante pl- was a big fan too. We used yeah. to play like. Uh, we used to play like uh, what's it called? Um, the train song, and oh, stuff yeah. like that, and that has Ben Gibbard singing on it. Yeah. Well, at least the it's cover. A weird the cover. cover. Yeah. I can't remember the female voice. Yeah. <clears throat> How'd you end up with a Giants cup? It's the only clean one. <laughs> Yeah, I took the EJ Fair cup just so it would be oh, on yeah. camera as EJ Fair, not the Giants. <laughs> but then I put stuck the A's fan with the Giants cup. That's pretty good. It's all right. But anyway, yeah, we uh, I kind of got this idea. I can't remember how we initially came up with the idea. At first, it was going to be like a request, like request a song and we're going to play it. And then we got the most god awful requests. I of remember all time. that first day we got those requests back, and we were like. We'll pretend like people requested the songs that we actually really want to play <laughs> because we're few. not playing any of these songs. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I I don't mean to like shit on the people who like came and like came up with songs for us to play, but they were like we were like there's no way we can imagine or en- example, enjoy doing this song. I want to give an example. We, we really appreciate out, your so feedback. Do yeah, don't call them out. They're no, like, I won't, dude. I won't. I've had people tell us we should do Old Town Road. I was like, that was fucking end me, fam. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> that song's firing. Does that yeah. work? Yeah. Firing is firing. what the kids say. Firing. One of what's the most firing. frustrating part about that entire song is the dude who wrote the beat sold it for like 15 bucks. Yeah. <gasps> and that was it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn it. That's what happens, dude. It's <sighs> yeah. really rough. Yeah, he sold the beat. Like, he's one of those hustle, you know, like those, like, West Pittsburgh, like, <laughs> hip hop dudes on, like. Did se- you almost say hustle and flow? No. No, okay. Sorry. He, he's, like, <laughs> you know, probably wearing, like, a, wa- a white tall tee somewhere and, like, on Fruity Loops. And is. Was like, it 2006 <laughs> when he <laughs> sold that beat? <laughs> How old is Old Town It's around? FL Studio now, all okay. right? Fruity Loops. So I guess they couldn't. They can't say fruity anymore. Is that why? Yeah, it got they got canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, okay, whatever. But anyway, FL Studios, which actually sounds a lot better than Fruity Loops. Well, it had such a bad reputation that they had to like change the name. It's like this Chinese restaurant in Hayward that we used to go to, and they got they got caught selling like fucking cat, literally like oh. not oh, no. real meat. So they changed <gasps> their name from China A Buffet to China Triple A Buffet. And so they, they, they literally just kept changing their name. Dude, they updated their A's, dude. They got a couple more A's, you know? Did they just, fix the, it's the same thing. It's like, changes their Yelp? Fruity Loops yeah. sucks. We're going to name it FL Studios. That sounds good. I, but anyway, those stories infuriate me. I'm just like, how, dude? This guy burned his lottery ticket. Like, literally, it's like winning the lottery, but burning your ticket. Yeah. Like, it's just like those Wait. infuriating stories, like, like the guy who quit the Beatles, you know? Oh, yeah, before Ringo Dude, came in? Yeah, ran, one more random fact. Let me Best. get back to the thing. Do you know how much John Lennon was worth when he died? How much? Like $800 million. <gasps> I did not realize that. The government killed John Lennon. The government killed John Lennon. <laughs> Dude. Anyway. That okay. makes sense. <clears throat> so, second topic. Favorite song on the record. Alante, go. Ooh. I personally like sex and candy. Who doesn't? Um, so I'll go with Rock Island Live. (laughs) (laughs) Best song on the record. Best song on the record. Which has themes of sex and candy. Got it. (laughs) But seriously, because we did a kind of a different drum style in this record than the rest of ours. All right. So to, to be real here, no jokes, uh, sex and candy was, was the hardest song for me to record. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I was like, what am I doing wrong? It just didn't feel right forever. And I just couldn't get the roadmap. And I, it was starting to like annoy me because I was like... We did fuck up the roadmap too when we sent it to them. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> it's just, oh, we got so confused. Dude, I've played I like, singing and I was yeah. like, I've played I like the Black right. Page before and you know, like crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff where, where it's just like... And I'm like, man, this 4-4 rock beat at like 92 BPM, I just can't figure out. You know what I mean? And so that was the hardest one for sure. Like, mm. I like forty take Jake to that one. It took for forever. Did take a while. Same. Um, Same. Hey, easy. It took too long. <laughs> I just tried to. I, I I kept playing it over and over again just to match that kick drum. Like it, it was so hard to know what fill you were gonna play in that kick drum. And then like I, I got to the point where I was able to play the whole song all the way through mm-hmm. and hit every single kick drum um, part at at the end of it. But it was really tough. The, the 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 cadence of the of it was was hard for me to learn. Well, I noticed that you kind of adopted the guitar rhythm from the original recording. 
especially that initial yeah because you did that same thing and i didn't even notice that they did it in the original recording until you had done it i think that one was the most fun for me to adapt because i was like we're not gonna do it like them because right. it sounds like a ninety. It sounds like freaking semisonic, you know, like yeah. closing time. <laughs> like yeah. we're not going to play it like that. So we had to like give it a slightly different feel and uh, just make it boomier and like kind of darker. Um, yeah. It's like if the original one was a dream, this one was like closer to like a nightmare, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of feel to I, it. I like I like the whole creepy vibe. I just wanted to say while I, while I was thinking about it, like this whole project really made me realize that like you can listen to a song a thousand times and then when you go to actually make a version of it you start to notice all this crazy shit that you never noticed before totally and like that was so fun to look at this the Beatles song that I've heard a million times and I'm like okay what are the backup vocals and you just I didn't notice them before you know and it's like I didn't notice there's so much about Sex and Candy is a weird song weird and like so, but it's such a cool feel and it creates this whole kind of atmosphere well, around it I said a fun uh, I said this in a prior podcast but one of the f- most fun things for me for Sex and Candy was there's absolutely no backup vocals at all in the original recording yeah you, you made them all up so it's I made amazing. them all up I got to yeah. make up every harmony in the song and then we were inspired by like the Felice Brothers and Love Me Tenderly how there's like the dual melody in the end yeah. there's like the melody and then the counter melody and we deci- I decided to put that in the end of Sex and Candy to repeat everything because there is space it's like uh, I smell sex and I candy, smell sex and, candy. and now it's like I can't even hear it without thinking about it yeah Right, um, me and Tom's turn. Yeah, sorry. I smell sex and candy. I sex and candy. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded right One on. One of you though. has to go, <laughs> I smell sex and... That's you. That was out of key and <laughs> out of time. <laughs> Maybe they heard our version of the song. Is that what happened? Dude, everything was out of but, key and everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but to wrap up key. my part of that is... Favorite song to listen to when I'm listening to my own music for some reason. Don't you know? You guys already heard about that. We all do it. Is Beatles favorite one to listen to is Beatles. Favorite one to play is like Rock Island Line. Mm. I feel like me and Tom's part when we lock it down is just one of the nastiest things we've ever played together. Yeah, absolutely. And the first, the sh- if I have to show someone a song from the record, I always show them Polar Opposites. Oh, that's a good. I really category. love how Polar Opposites turned out. I do too. <clears throat> I think it's the most radio friendly song. We'll see. Maybe we'll get approved for a playlist in the fucking two months that we've submitted to Spotify. We'll see. We'll find out. We've had an adventure getting this record to you guys. Yeah. (laughs) It's been an adventure. Just like the other one. Just like all the records. Everything's an adventure. Why is everything a struggle? So hard. I think we're just fucking up. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the first time we've done most things, so we're like learning as we go, you know? But, um... Tommy, now it's your turn. Favorite song on the record? And uh, I guess any fun recording stories about different songs? Um, my favorite song on the record was um, the Beatles song. I'm only sleeping. Uh, it was just, it was a really challenging bass line. And it was one of those bass lines that when I listened to it, I was like, wow, this is going to be really tough but I was like game for it right away. There was not like a, this is too hard or this isn't going to work or I'm not gonna be able to do this. There was, it was just like, like kind of a challenge and it was like challenge accepted. And I, and I sat in the, uh, in our little music corner that we had in Oakland and I just played that on, I had 
one ear uh, was my my earbud for my phone, and the other ear was my in ear monitor for my bass amp. Yeah, and I was like going back and forth and playing, and I just played it for hours while I'm yeah, on th- Zoom. I at think work. I've memorized it. Do 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 Yeah, yeah. That and the banjo was. Yeah, that was great. Maybe we should just be an acapella band. What do you guys think? Acapella. I'm ready. Shoo. You'd definitely be the bass Dude. singer. Yeah. Oh, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like rock on. But uh, yeah, I just thought that that was... Catch me when I'm gone. Oh, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I really no, enjoyed I just, that. That was on... It was a really challenging uh, part, but it was really fun. And still, um, that song and then uh, Rock Island Line is my favorite to play. Um, like Alante said, like that... It's that do... Like, it just has like this cool thing that we... Um, have really locked in since we've been playing together again. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I really like Rock Island Line because you guys connect so thoroughly and the guitar is just kind of over the top doing its own thing, which is really cool. But then at times it'll lock in exactly with the uh, vocal parts, like all just arpeggiated chord on every note that the vocals are singing. Like the Rock Island line and play like three different notes during those three different words. But um, Emily, how about you? You're up. Favorite song? It's probably between... Favorite song to listen to if I'm pretending that I'm not in this band and I just want to listen to a song. Probably be Rock Island line or Polar Opposites. In the recording process, Polar Opposites was my least favorite song <laughs> because it was so hard for me to figure out the harmonies. Um, Are you able to sing those harmonies higher? Like the same like the same notes, I do, but an I octave the, higher? Yeah, probably. I do these super low ones yeah, in the second so verse, and then I go... I, it's hard. I know like real singers are like, ugh, child's play. But like it's hard to go from like singing in this really low register and then go... Ah! and like just switch it's like flipping a switch so i have a hard time with that still but um that one was really challenging hotel yorba recording was like a walk in the park i was like i've sang this song hundreds of times dude that one was tough actually i got the uh (laughs) i got hotel yorba back had to do a lot of editing on that song had to move some stuff around I know it's funny because I we we decided we we're gonna do Hotel Yorba, which we've done as a band for like so long. So it's like okay, this is an easy one. This is an easy one, and it still you know presents its own challenges. That seems um, to be the case a lot. Yeah. Like I remember when we were recording the record, we were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna save the easiest for last. Yeah, we're gonna save yeah, the easiest for last. It. We're gonna get sun out of the way, oh, you know, and then we're gonna do this. And but we're gonna we, you know uh, shine is gonna take a long time. We like three take jig shine and it yep. took four hours to record sun. So it's like that oh, always happens. Yeah. It was really tough to uh, play the acoustic guitar part in that one and keep a steady tempo and also make sure you don't flub any notes. And then also, I don't know, it, the the acoustic guitar part was definitely really challenging to play. And you also you've it. been playing electric all weekend and then you switch over to the acoustic and it's kind of a different animal it's in a totally way. It's a different animal, yeah. It's a different brain thing. We were also an hour thirty six of recording straight yeah. over yeah. four days. Let's so. give ourselves Tensions a little credit. Were high. That's true. I yeah. was outside for like six hours. I quit the Thank band God. like twice. <laughs> Tom was gonna leave. Yeah. I was in my car. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say another favorite. I really love Sex and Candy, but that's just like my eleven year old self just being so excited to cover this strange song from our youth that I just have always thought was really different and unique and 
cool and yeah, brings up a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, I like I like sex and candy. I too. did. I was like, oh, Tom can uh, vouch for me here. I was like, this will be this will be easy. This is an easy song to sing, and I think I did like forty takes, just like Alante said, because I was like, I I just kept it's it's almost so simple that it's like I just couldn't wrap my head around. Well, what you have to, to stylize it too. Yeah, and you have to stylize it, and, and it you don't want to over. You don't want to like over stylize it, exactly. so it sounds like you're putting on an act. So I would listen to my takes and be like, okay, that's boring. And then I'd listen to a take and be like, that's too much. So I, we really had to find, I was like, one more time, Tom. And it's like 1130 and he's like, we got to fucking nail this take. <laughs> like we're, we're done here. We, I think over three nights, I think I recorded it. Yeah. Like 40 times over three nights. You're like uh, Chris in Parks and Rec, like in the commercial, like 500 times. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, that take was just like the other 20 He's takes. like, I had a stain on my tie. We <laughs> have to do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I was really, your favorite song on the album? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll be the interviewer for a second. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Polar Opposites. So I think that one came together the best. And that was another one that we've been doing forever. Um. I, I just really like the way that all the har- the instrumentation blends together. I love how fat the drums... It almost sounds like a John Bonham like drum beat over yeah. like acoustic instruments. And I just really love the depth, the depths of... Sorry, the depth of the drums as well as um, kind of the natural timbre of the acoustic guitar yeah. together. I think that's a really cool almost like Led Zeppelin sound even though we aren't shit compared, yeah, to, Led Zeppelin, shit compared to Led Zeppelin. We dude. aren't shit compared to Led Zeppelin. But I also added the melodica to it which kind of sounds like a harmonica. Yeah. I loved the so melodica. That, and the, that, and that gave that it a really song. to use the word depth again it gave it a nice feel like a nice just slight change of feel in the chorus just because it's the same three chords the entire song. So it gave it like that little bit of a lift in the chorus. I like the guitar solo in it. I think the bass and drums together are great. I think the harmonies lock together really well. I just thought it turned out really well. Although I realized I sucked at singing it. (laughs) Like that was the one that I had to do over and over and over and over again. And I still wasn't really happy with the way my lyrics, or lyrics, my um, uh, vocals turned out in the very end, but he made do with it. You know, but I, I thought that one turned out the best. Like I remember I was listening to that one after I was done mixing it and editing it and being like, This sounds really, really cool. I think your vocals sound great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're we're we are our own harshest critic. That's so good it's to nice be. to have an outer ear, you know. No, that's one of my see what to the say. Spotify an outer, uh, another ear. Playlist cr- curators say about it. Remind that was the song I got the best feedback from from my friends and family and Polar opposites. Uh, people, yeah. yeah, just in general, and especially people who knew the song already. Yeah. And they, they really appreciated our, our version on it, our take of it, and the uh, the instrumentation. And uh, I even had a few people say it was their favorite version of the song. But nice. I think they were just saying that because they're friends. But. Oh, our brother Alex, it's his favorite. He texted me and Stu, and he was like, I can't stop listening to you guys' version of Polar Opposites. And uh, I was like, it's the Santa Barbara Crew's favorite song yeah. by far. Remind oh, me yeah. to slip you a 20 for comparing yeah. me to Bonham again Appreciate that. <laughs> no we dude that was the first time that I've recorded drums was I mean I, I, rem- I remember we were ch- in let me ch- rephrase it right. I didn't record the I wasn't playing the drums I, I put the mics on the drums right. and I you like record- did all it's the, the right verb, engineering it's confusing. Yeah. for recording the drums and I was specifically thinking about getting a John Bonham drum sound for this record I remember after that we were both like 
hesitant to tear the drums down because we're like, dude, we found the drum tone we've been yeah. looking for yeah. for two years. And we were just like, it's it's preset. Like, it's set. We got it saved. Don't worry. We were yeah. like tripping. We, were, we listened to that drum part for 20 minutes because we were like, man, it's so these fat. drums yeah. sound thick. Yeah. Three C's. Yeah, that was three C's. That was three C's. Yeah. Was so three C's. we stripped down your drum set to a hi hat, a bass drum, and a snare, and yep. a ride cymbal. Yep, that was it. No crashes, no toms. So we mm. had like, for all you I was in engineering geeks out there, we had a, a ribbon mic just kind of between the hi hat and um, where the tom, like the rack tom, would be on the snare, and then, and then we had. Uh, a bass drum mic. What is that drum mic? Do you know what it's, it's called? Audix uh, D4, I think is what it is. Yeah, we had that in the bass drum, and that was it. Seichiro, two mics. Shout out to Seichiro Nishimoto yeah. for letting us borrow that forever. Shout out. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like uh, this is a good opportunity to play another song. We've been talking about Polar Opposites a lot, but I think we should play... Um, which one were we going to do? Either Rock an, Emily, an Emily-led one? I would... I feel like we talked more about sex and candy. Yeah, let's do let's do sex, so and sex and candy. All right, well this one is originally by Marcy Playground and also the reason why our release got hung up so much. Oh, um, <laughs> sex ampersand yeah, candy. Because ampersand wasn't correct. It was yeah. actual and. Yeah. So this one is Sex and Candy originally by Marcy Playground off of the Shelter Sessions, which will become available this Friday on streaming platforms everywhere.
So sex and not ampersand. Sex and candy. A-N-D. Yeah. That song was about ninety seconds too long. It was. <laughs> we uh, need to get back to the music, but we have <laughs> one more little segment here, and then we're gonna let you guys go. We won't talk about ourselves for m- much more than an hour, hopefully. <laughs> so well, we, won't, we won't record it at least. Yeah. yeah. A topic that we kind of discussed is what kind of you know what we learned from this experience i guess like if we had to develop anything and i guess for me it was just the ability to uh record drums play Mm -hmm. with you specifically alante Mm -hmm. um and it was it was definitely tough because um usually we sit down and we rehearse every second of every song and make sure every transit transition is there. Every note is there. We're all playing the same rhythms, everything like that. And this one, we're just kind of like, well, here's our interpretation of it. Here you go guys. And then we'd throw it your way. And then you're like, here's our interpretation of it. Here you go guys. Yeah. So we had to kind of let go of a lot of that perfectionism Mm -hmm. that we've put into our last record. And I think that was, definitely a tough and also wanting it to be like the same quality where you feel proud to release it where you're not like For oh sure. i'm just throwing this piece of shit out to the world and we'll see it just because like that yeah. one review said <laughs> you know <laughs> at least it's recorded so um <laughs> at least it's recorded so yes. that was that was challenging for me to kind of let go of the perfectionism aspect of it not being able to rehearse before recording it literally when Alante and I recorded Sex and Candy, it was the first time we'd ever played it together. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was a different experience, you know? Well, and then we, we went to go do that Jam Sellers thing, and they brought out the wheel. And they were like, these are all the songs from Shelter Sessions. Like, like, do you want oh, you want to play them? We're like, we've never played these songs together. Ever. <laughs> like, we we have an album with us playing them, but we've never played these songs together before. So, I just thought it was kind of a funny uh, piggyback onto what you were saying there. Totally. How about you? Uh, I think what was like evident to me or what I realized was playing someone else's song is hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like I'm used to playing parts that I wrote or that I've played a thousand times. Um, but to play someone else's song, don't play it exactly the way they did. Like put your own style on it, yeah. but also make it feel the way that the song's supposed to feel. That's tough, man. Um, it is. You don't want to play. Yeah. You don't want to play a cover note for at least for me. I don't want to play a cover note for note, or else I would just go listen to the song. Yeah. Right. The, I think the closest we came to that was mm-hmm. was uh, sleeping, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, we put a lot of our own spin. I actually quick note about sleeping. The, you mentioned the harmonies before and I was going to talk about it but I f- totally oh, yeah. I I want to shout out this one uh, I think he's like an Italian dude and he has a YouTube channel where he breaks down every Beatles song's harmonies <gasps> which is awesome yeah. so like you can go and look up any Beatles song and figure out exactly what harmonies he's doing and he's so funny because he'll do like split screens he's like the first one is Keeping an eye on the world going by my window. And then he'll be like, keep it. And then he'll split screen. So there's two Aww. of them singing. He'll be going by my window. Wow. He'll like do both of those. And then he'll show like, you know, the sleeping. Like there's like five harmonies. So Where was this video when I was trying to record it? You I think I sent later? it to you actually. I'm, I'm 
forty-five percent sure. I, I was going to say I don't think <laughs> so I would remember that. I need less all confident that, that you. You're more confident that you didn't send yes, it. Yes, I'm okay. more confident that I didn't send it. Um, <laughs> but I think I. I think uh, I listened to your harmonies and they sounded good. I was oh, like, no, these are fine. But uh, I ended up using almost all of the harmonies he broke down, and then I added a few more too. So there's How a cool. lot of harmonies on that one. That's nice. Awesome. I got a lot more respect for the postal service after uh, recording this. The <laughs> band. A, the band. Also, support the postal service. <laughs> How did, could you support they, our, our local postal service? Didn't, isn't that why they're called the postal service? Because like they. Yeah, just, they they, they did exactly what we did. They, yeah. 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 That's tough. Sorry, man. we did exactly what they did. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just real quick, it's so much of my playing has to do. I don't even need to know what Tom's playing. I can like look at Tom's body language and know how he's feeling about a song, right? <laughs> so so much of my playing, like oh, Tom's about to lean back, like he's about to do his Tom thing that he does. So <laughs> so I know so I know like this note's gonna be a little further back behind. Like I can see that. Yeah. So to not see anything and just try and guess like what you know what i mean yeah and then you have to get stuck with me playing <laughs> yeah. well it's interesting to think if tom and alante were quarantined and me and Stuart were quarantined it'd be a different sounding record but i like the way that we were it, it would be uh, like, challenged by it it would know? be like old like the regular process basically <laughs> yeah it'd be alante and i and then and then Stu and emily doing the vocals yeah. and stuff yeah can i make one more comment about this record before yes. i forget because i totally wanted to bring this up and again i forgot no just just <laughs> one on. more Poppy, please <laughs> so i um i we kind of made the decision to only do acoustic guitar on this record which mm -hmm. was definitely different from our last record and i think it was because i felt like it was going to be hard to find a good electric guitar tone but in hindsight i think that it just has a different feel from our other record which Kind of, it changes the feel completely, in my opinion, playing acoustic the entire record versus playing electric almost the entire record. So I'm glad that that's the decision that we made to do. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say. It was like, oh, yeah. it was definitely a decision to be like, it's only going to be acoustic guitar. It's not going to be electric. Um, and that's the way that it's going to be. I think all those songs were served by that too. I think that was appropriate for each song. So across the board yeah we were looking for a very specific sound it was like bottom drums acoustic guitar mm -hmm. and we also wanted to do harmonies almost the entire way through right. because we hadn't done that in the previous record it was much more mm -hmm. of a emily's turn stewart's turn emily's turn stewart's turn. now we're singing at the same time yeah oh. and in this record i think <laughs> we wanted to really do a lot more harmonies too yeah. how about you tom what was your like what was your like Having all that said in mind, what well, was kind of like your vision for your bass parts in this, going into this? Um, my vision for my bass parts. Um, I wanted to play the bass part that was not exactly the same as the original recording, but somebody who was a fan of the band would appreciate. And I thought that it was also really important for us to have like our own uh, identity in these songs and so that's kind of where I started with like I I started by learning the bass song the bass part for the song like note for note okay this is this is how the song is played I broke it down I watched a lot of like um like YouTube tab uh videos of like okay this is what he's playing and then I'd, I'd go back and watch the original recording of the actual artist playing it oh, wow. 
And then, um, and then I'd take that and I'd, I'd kind of find a way to make it my own at the same time. And that's, that's what I was going for. Yeah. I mean, bass direct is kind of hard to have a defined tone where you're not like, um, microphoning a, a cabinet of some sort. But so that kind of comes down yeah. to making it my own style from what I'm playing and the ghost notes and the, you know, subtle. And I wanted stuff. to make this like a real, when I was mixing it, I wanted to make this a bass and drum heavy record. I think you succeeded too. Um, I, th- I thought you did an incredible job at mixing thanks, the whole job uh, and uh, the whole album. I'm yeah. not just saying this because I play drums, but I really think that that's a big part of our sound. Yeah. You know, it's it like is. a real heavy bass and fat, thick bottom style drum yeah. beat. And that like that allows you to play around a little bit. It, it allows me to, to just be sparse. And I, I I like playing solos, and we always joke about like, oh, does this song have a solo or whatever? But it's like, I like to. I would rather play sparse. I would yeah. much rather play sparse. And this record kind of gave me the opportunity to play a lot more sparse, mm-hmm. and then have moments where you shine, and then that makes those sh- those moments, you know, exactly flourish. like like my uh, sixty four bar drum solo that's going to be on the next It'll song that we thirty two thirty two sixteen isn't it the whole song yeah. <laughs> No, be dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Emily. Um, yeah. Like what Tom said, it was sort of a balance for me of listening to the song, the original versions of the songs, but not too much, so that I wasn't sort of obsessing over the cadences and the style of the original songs. Um, and yeah, I learned a lot about um, sort of being creative with backup vocals, which is. Yeah, sort of a cool tool to use moving forward. And yeah, sort of kept us afloat with this project during our, our quarantine. And then we were able to end together. And what a know. perfect ending, huh? Yeah, we've. Yeah. Well, we were going to do this indefinitely. It was like a weekly. So yeah. for those who weren't there live when we were doing this, it was like a weekly thing we were doing. We're like, we're going to record a song every single week. Well, the quarantine's happening. And that stretched on and on and yeah, on, on and on and, and on. on. So we did this for six weeks. And, um, yeah, just could not continue once you guys got here because we're like... So Emily and Tom moved in right. to the house with Alante and I. So it didn't feel genuine to be like, this is still the the same thing that we were doing with the shelter sessions. So well, also I think we wanted to, it's like, Oh, now that we're all in the same room, let's focus on original stuff, you know, without the pressure. Cause we didn't really want to record original music right re- remotely. Cause we wanted to give our 110% for our original songs, but it's like, we can do, you know, these versions of these cover songs remotely and they'll come to life on their own. Um, but yeah, f- so it was kind of like, let's focus back on originals, I think. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And we have, uh, we have some work. We've probably been a little slower than we want to be recorded, like yeah. working on new originals, but we have some in the works for sure. And the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about since I'm staring right at it behind you is the album cover. Oh yeah. So I was kind of inspired by this. I thought about it like late one night. They can see it. I'm sorry. You don't have to. <laughs> um, it's on our Facebook page. Yeah. It, the, the reason why I thought about it was like, and it sounds kind of lame to say it out loud maybe, but like when you're, when you're locked down and you're stuck in quarantine or, you know, 
social distancing or whatever it might be, you feel like you're isolated. Yeah. And or you're like imprisoned in a way. So I was like, why don't we do like a separation of all four of us and make it look almost like a mugshot, yeah. like you're in prison and you're separated. So that was that was the inspiration for that. And we we had a lot of the same props in in the background, but we mixed them around to kind of like go with who was in the background. Like we had like uh, Emily had the tambourine in hers and the guitar in the corner. And yeah, the Billy Holiday candle. I had the whiskey up top. I had the guitar and then the mandolin, which I tried to I tried to interpret with a guitar that I mess around with in the Led Zeppelin song. But anyway, and then Alante <laughs> has the drum in his and uh, the little skeleton over his shoulder. I like it. It looks like uh, like the devil on your left shoulder kind of thing. It's like an homage to my old punk days, dude. <laughs> yeah. Skulls. And then Tom <laughs> has Phil. Tom has Aww. Phil in the corner. They're boys. Ha- yeah, has the guitars too. And it's my uh, buddy Phil. And the little rose coming out of his And neck. it's pre-haircut Tom too, so he's got that uh, Oh, we're all quarantined beard. hair. I That's the, the other thing too. We're all quarantined up. Yeah. Like I've got that super long hair and the quarantine stash. Elante has the quarantine uh, Ron Jeremy stash. Yep. And Which the, is uh, year round for me, baby. And the, <laughs> and the afro. Um, Emily's looking pretty majestic, so... And then Tom has the giant beard. <laughs> Emily woke yeah. up like this. I woke up like this. I woke up like this. Oh, very Ooh, athletic, Presley. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, any closing thoughts? Uh, this Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, the, let's get to uh, it. <laughs> for second, third, fourth, fifth, fifth, fifth. fifth yeah. Uh, we're doing a live stream of the shelter sessions live. Uh, Dude, I can't from wait our, to record that. From our can't red wait. room. From uh, front to back, we're going to do the record, all five songs in a row. It'll be a nice, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Good idea, Tom. Good idea. Yeah. Um, grabbing a vinyl. So I, all five songs in a row, we're going to do that. It's going to be a short stream, but I think people have a short attention span. So like a 30-minute stream, yeah, yeah, stream is perfect. Yeah, I think that's perfect. perfect. I've watched a lot of streaming. And leave them five wanting. Five songs is what I what You want to leave them yeah. wanting rather than turning you off. because Maybe we'll wear our shelter that. session clothes or something, you know? Fun. <laughs> yeah, something like that would be. We should perfect. do that. We should wear yeah, totally wear the outfit. Do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the other thing is our vinyls finally came. If you listen to the last episode whoop, whoop. or no, the one before that, you'll hear me rant about the vinyl records for 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're for so. sale on our website, uh, radiokeysmusic.com. And that's our original album, not the Shelter Sessions. That's our original debut record, 12 songs on it. Self-titled. And if you're in our hometown of Concord, California, you can also get it at Tone Army Records where they uh, stock it. So you can just drop in. And if you're in my hometown of Oakland, California, I will hand deliver it to you. You guys are from Oakland. (laughs) Oh, remember that guy? Oh, my God. Oh, God. What part of Oakland, bro? Just like, can someone get this guy out of the bar? Please. He was so he was the Oakland gatekeeper, dude. I'm not allowed. I'm not talking to you. I was born in Oakland. <laughs> I lived there most of my life. What, what, what do you want to see? He, he tried to birth certificate me, dude. He tried to trump me, dude. Let me see the birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. to the birther movement. So just in summary, um, we have the vinyls that Emily is holding there. It's of, in our hands. Yeah, available now. Please, please buy them. Please buy them. Please, guys. Buy them on RadioKeysMusic.com. <laughs> 
If you live in Concord, Concord we'll or deliver nearby it. or Oakland, we will hand deliver. Otherwise, we'll ship for just a flat rate of $5. So that's uh, action item States. number one. Action item number two yep. is the shelter sessions will be on all streaming platforms this Friday, September 4th. Um, so please go to whatever. Like if you're on Spotify, go to our profile, hit follow. That would help us out a ton to do that and then you'll be notified when it drops and it'll be put on your like new release radar and all that kind of stuff and then final action item uh saturday we will be playing for sure live a special set of the shelter sessions front to back and one more uh, more action item one more action item the next time you're on youtube watching the same video that you've watched seven times yes please Click radio keys and subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Please. Yeah. And we're doing a lot more stuff on our YouTube too. We're doing more skits and like fun content like that. Like we do a lot of music content for sure, but we've been having a lot of fun because we are so bored doing uh, (laughs) a lot of YouTube skits and stuff like that. So if you subscribe to our YouTube, you'll get all of that firsthand. You sound like that guy that reviewed my drumming. Oh man. So So boring. boring. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Stuart. I am Alante. I am Tom Bass Davis. Oh, Jesus, sorry, I didn't know you were going for the full name. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Emily. <laughs> and one love, Keezers. <laughs> and we're Radio Keys, and we're going to keep searching for that sweet, sweet soul, soul music. music. Pull a rock, but sis don't push away. It's the same on the weekends as the rest of the day. Drink away the bar
Drink away.